listening to the Fun with Horror podcast with your hosts, Scotty and Andrew. Hello to our most amazing, beautiful, wonderful, exciting, saintly, fun with horror friends, family, everyone that we love dearly. Welcome, of course, to Fun with Horror, the weekly horror movie review podcast in which my best friend in the world, Scotty, and I, we take turns giving each other horror movies to watch, and then we discuss them the following week. We have two rules here at Fun with Horror. The first is whoever picks the next movie has to pick one they've never seen. And the other rule is that we have to watch it. Uh, The last pick was me, and I chose the 2021 movie Saint Maud, directed by Rose Glass and starring Morpheth Clark. Uh, And of course, remember to stay tuned to the end of this episode, where we are going to hear Scotty's pick for next week's movie. But before I say hello to Scotty, let me say one thing. And that is, even though these come out on Tuesday, Scotty and I typically record a little bit before. And today, on the day we record, it is my best friend in the world, Scotty's birthday. So everyone, wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday. I heard it. I heard everybody do it. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, man. Hey, thank you, man. Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) How are you? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. I'm excited. For... How was how was your week? It was good. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a pretty good week. I got. I will say, I bought um, Evil Within two and started playing it a little bit. You started playing it. I did. I did, and I love it. I love it dearly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a lot of fun. It has a yeah. It's a pretty sweet continuation so far, and. Some fun little scares, so definitely, definitely recommend nice. it. Yeah. Um, and then also, I was going to tell you, last night, uh, we watched the newest, or the remake, excuse me, of Pet Cemetery with Kylie. Yeah? <laughs> and she loved has it, Has she man. seen the original? She has not, but she wanted, I wanted to oh. do something, she really wants crazy. like yeah kind of crazy but she also wants like newer ones which i'm like all right whatever as long mm-hmm. as you're excited for horror movies i'm happy so i get it because yeah. you know it's a classic to us but she may laugh at like the the dated special effects of yep. gauge and stuff like that uh, agreed and i think yeah so she just she wanted something new and she was she was the one like right after dinner she's like can we watch a scary movie and i was like yes yes we can so nice. that's what we decided on. But yeah, really liked it and went to bed immediately afterward with no problems. So it was awesome. And she wasn't like jaded, uh, like saying, oh, this wasn't nearly as good as the original. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> nope, she did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, enjoyed it, man. Just liked it. And I was like, this is great. Awesome. I think we can. Well, I'm glad she liked it. Yeah, I was happy <laughs> with it. So. um. Yeah, but those are that's that's my fun news. I thought you'd appreciate that. Very good. What about I'm you, very, man? I'm very proud. Oh, thank you. Ah, uh, you know, I don't have much. <laughs> oh, okay, not much. Uh, <laughs> last weekend, uh, opening weekend, I saw Jurassic World Dominion, and well, actually, I saw your review, but yes, yeah, you saw my review. I saw your review. It definitely made me want to. You see know, it. I'm in the minority. 
Oh, really? Everybody hates this movie. What? And I liked it. I had a good time. Oh, man. In fact, I'll tell you one of the best parts of the movie was that I went with Mary and like probably during the last third of the movie, we just kept looking at each other and grinning because we were watching dinosaurs <laughs> like chase people and it was just so much fun. Nice. You know, I mean, I didn't expect too much out of the story. It's got it's got problems that I'm not going to go into. Sure. It's got issues, but who cares? Yeah, it was man. fun. <laughs> Nothing's going to match the the excellence of the first Jurassic Park right, movie. Right. So people keep chasing that dragon and they keep di- getting disappointed. <laughs> they keep chasing that dinosaur. That T-Rex. There you go. <laughs> no, I definitely... They're fun movies, man. So I'm actually... I'm excited. I, I, I figured it was going to be exactly that. And I'm excited to see it. I know Cindy is as well, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that, buddy. Okay, <laughs> I, I got nothing. All right. Well, uh, but I'm, just... I'm I'm more excited. I'm more excited at Kylie watching Pet Cemetery than I am that I watch Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, that's sweet, dude. So, Kylie, if you're listening, I'm glad you liked it, and I'm glad you weren't too scared. Aw, I'm gonna play that for her. <laughs> okay. I will. <laughs> I know. That's why I said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, let's talk about the movie. Sounds good. When you pray, do you get a response? Just oh, like he's physically in me. It's how he guides me. My little savior. Okay, so uh, we are about to talk about the movie Saint Maud. Uh, so everybody out there, uh, actually, I forget, Andrew, where is this streaming? Uh, this is on Amazon Prime and Prime Video. Prime Video, uh, also rent and buy, and I think, yeah, I think it might be Epics as well, but definitely if oh, you okay. have, have Prime, Prime Video, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, so. You know, if you haven't seen this movie, we are about to spoil the crap out of it. Um, and yeah, uh, it's it's available on Prime Video if you'd like to go watch it. And then you can just pause our little podcast here. <laughs> and then after you watch the movie, it'll be like we were there waiting for you the whole time. <laughs> so go ahead and pause right now. Do it. Oh, hey, welcome back. Hey everyone! Hey, <laughs> welcome back! Welcome back! Sorry, I, oh, I'm no. practicing. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> uh, Andrew, would yes. you do us a favor? Sure. And just tell us what Saint Maud is about, buddy. Okay. <laughs> it's your movie, so you tell us what it's about. I will. I will tell you. So St. Maud uh, begins with this Maud, our main character, sitting in a hospital, looking up at the ceiling at a cockroach. Her hands are bloodied, and right next to her is a cadaver in a morgue. <laughs> it cuts to St. <laughs> Maud, or just Maud, I guess. Um, uh, she's now a, a, she helps people out. She's a home, I forget what that's called, home helper. <laughs> she helps people that are sick at home. Um, 
sort of like she's a home nurse home nurse thank you yeah 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 and um she's working for a woman named amanda who used to be this very uh who used to be a dancer very relatively famous as well and has kind of become a curmudgeon um through sickness of course which can't fault her for that um but she got cancer she did she got cancer and is you know wheelchair bound for the most part um and just not not happy obviously with with her life right now and so mod is now there to help out well we find out that mod um uh, has become religious very pretty recently within the last year or so and kind of brings that to uh amanda when she talks to her and stuff and amanda actually is kind of gets into it as well and they talk prayers and they pray for each other at least mod prays for amanda and and the thing that Maud talks about is when she prays and feels God, she feels him in a very strange way to the point where she almost orgasms. Um, and at one point, Amanda kind of has the same, I guess, revelation or whatever you want to say. Anyway, um, Amanda throughout the movie has uh, visitors come and visit, um, one being like someone that she used to dance with. The other one is a woman that is there for... I sexual reasons, but I call girl a call girl. Okay. That's why I, I figured because she has money at one point. So I figured that was it, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. But anyway, mod's not a fan of that because she's starting to see Amanda kind of becoming more lively. And, and also because she's kind of mod Caesar is becoming more religious. It seems like. And so she's wants this other girl out of there because she's a distraction. So she tells this other girl to leave becomes all thing. Anyway, they jump to a dinner party uh, Amanda has a bunch of people there, and Amanda calls out Maude and says, you basically wanted to get rid of my girlfriend, and everyone at the party kind of starts making fun of Maude, and they are pretty mean to her, and then Maude actually slaps Amanda across the face. Well, mm. Amanda mm. has a bit of a downfall at this, or excuse me, not Amanda, Maude has a bit of a downfall at this point. Um, she actually runs into someone she used to work with at the hospital who calls her Katie, uh, not Maude. And anyway... Maud become, becomes kind of crazy. She starts going out and partying. She, at one point, hears God, quote-unquote, um, that says, basically, you need to do my work for me. Uh, she floats through the air at one point, and eventually she jumps back to Amanda, finds her way back to Amanda. Amanda starts talking to her almost as a demon, like with this demon voice. Maud stabs her to death goes out to the beach, thinks that she has like angel wings, that she's kind of like almost like the second coming. Like she just thinks she's the next big thing. Uh, sets herself on fire and in her mind she starts to see herself as like essentially like ascending and becoming an angel or something. But for the last second of the movie we see that she literally set herself on fire and is screaming in pain. And that's how it ends. <laughs> and let's, I mean, a little more detail. Yes, yeah, yeah. After, after after Amanda, after she slaps Amanda, yes, yeah, and she's cast, she's kind of cast out. She's fired from her job, right? Uh, she feels like God, like, like she did not complete her mission. So she now she's angry at, at God, quote right. unquote, right. and that's why she gets all debaucherous. And then when things get not so great with her, then she. She she starts to think that God was just actually testing her, right? And that's so she goes back to God, right? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think of this, buddy? Okay, so the first time I watched it, I watched <laughs> it with uh, with my wife Cindy. Oh boy, I yeah no, but it was 
and it was it's for those that haven't seen it and like we said you know anyway it's a pretty slow movie for the most part especially kind of the beginning um so if you're looking for a fast-paced movie you might want to hold off on this one of course but for us i wasn't sure what i didn't know anything about it and so i don't know if we were expecting it to be kind of a slow burn and so cindy mm-hmm. was distracted and which is fine she had some stuff that she had to do and i and I, you know, it's funny when you're watching a movie with someone and they're not quite into it. You're not quite as into it. You know what I mean? It's it, audience oh, really helps. Um, Osmosis is what I call it. I like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so I, I thought it Let was. Let me tell you a quick story. No, please, please. <laughs> I once saw Cloverfield in the theater nice. with a friend, and she was very motion sick during the whole movie. <gasps> I do not get motion sick during found footage movies, but because she wasn't feeling great, it made me feel motion sick. Oh, no way. So I had to go see it a second time by myself so that I wasn't, and then I was like, yeah, this is this is fine. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I get it, buddy. Totally. I get it. Yeah, it, it really, yeah. So so we both were like, it's fine. Like, it was fine. Rewatching it, though, a second time by myself with my headphones on and just really kind of absorbing it. Yeah. I really liked this movie way more than I did the first time. Um, All right. So I actually I I enjoyed this movie. I had a yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. What about you, man? <laughs> what uh, you think? Funny enough, halfway through the movie, the first time I watched it, I put on headphones. Oh, funny. <laughs> because uh, you know, it's here's here's a stupid little fact about me and mm-hmm. Mary too, but you know, during the summer, it gets hot. We turn on the air conditioner, and that means that we can't hear the TV as as well when sure. they're talking quietly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I realized, I was like, you know what? I'm just by myself watching this movie, so I put on headphones, and I could suddenly understand everything. Right. <laughs> and hear them. <laughs> I know. It's it's a pretty quiet movie for the most part. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, thought it was, I thought it was a very, very good movie. I thought it was... More a character study, yeah, than it was a horror film. Even though it did have, it definitely had a few horror aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Mostly, mostly body horror type stuff. Right. Yes. 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 Uh, but you know, I wasn't sure what the movie was about. I yeah. I went in blind. Same. Yep. Um. Here's the thing. I think it's a really good movie. I think. I would I would recommend this to anybody that wants to see a really good weird A24 movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh but I don't know when the next time I really want to watch it again is cuz yeah. it just it was kind of depressing. Totally agree. I completely yeah. agree with that. It was a sad little movie there. Yeah, it really was. Because the movie starts out and you think it's about religion right and it turns out not to be right you know it's once again we have a movie with a with a secret meaning yeah uh but this one was a little more this one was a little more uh i guess transparent about it Mm -hmm. yeah oh for sure it wasn't there wasn't a, as much i mean people still interpreted it as different things but that was not the director's intention i read 
interviews with her with Rose Glass, and oh, right yeah, it was it was about mental health mm, and mm-hmm. watching somebody's mental health decline. Totally, <laughs> and that's what that's what got me. I you know, um, let's skip to the end real quick, please. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How to so the ending? She she is she's dressed herself in these like quote unquote robes right yeah that she's made from her bed sheets mm-hmm. to make herself look like a saint I guess right yeah like you said she thinks she has angel wings so mm-hmm. I don't think that she thinks she's a second coming but right I do yeah think yeah. that she thinks she's a vessel of God right yep uh she goes out to the beach. <laughs> And one second, buddy. My my cat is coughing. Oh, kitty. Is that Ziggy? Yeah, Ziggy's coughing. He's like in the bedroom going, Oh, <laughs> kitty. He probably just has some hair in his throat. Yeah. But it always makes me, it makes my heart like reach out to him. Right. Baby. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Uh, so yeah, so she pours this, it's not gasoline, but it's right. like alcohol. Yeah. Um, solution and stuff. It's chemical. She pours it on her head. And at that moment, like, honestly, I think, so Morpheth Clark, mm-hmm. what'd you think of her? I actually, I really liked her. And I thought, I really liked her voice. You know, it reminded me a lot, and I'm, I should have looked it up, but the main girl in um, Last Night in Soho. Okay. She had kind of that, you know, softer voice and um anyway i I liked her i actually really liked her okay yeah me too and Mm -hmm. i would go so far as to say one of my favorite or one of she just she did this thing at the end Mm -hmm. and it just hit me Hmm. that we see people like homeless people people with mental health issues on the streets right we see them walking around all the time Mm mm-hmm and I've always, like, you see them talking to themselves, mm-hmm. and I've always sat there and wondered what they see. Right. Yeah, dude. What, if there's, like, in their mind, a person sitting next to them that they're just talking to. Mm-hmm. And that's what hit me at the end of this movie. Because we see, for a while, we see what Maud is seeing. She sees, like, the clouds swirling into a whirlpool, like the heavens are opening up or something. Mm-hmm. And when she starts pouring the the chemicals on her body, uh, you hear people say, oh, my God, somebody stop her. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you hear people saying what they're actually saying. But then you see what Maud sees and you see people gathering and you know that they're watching and they're like, what is this woman doing? Mm-hmm. But. In her mind, they are stopping to worship her right. and to witness this vessel of God. And obviously, she she uh, she flicks on the lighter and she catches on fire. And to her, she's showing everybody her heavenly light. Mm-hmm. But everybody else is just watching this this crazy girl burn herself alive on the beach. Yeah. And yeah, it made me so sad. But I think her acting in that moment, like she really conveyed that type of that person. Yes. That you always see. 
walking around in weird clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought it was I thought it was very sad. Agreed. And that's that's the only reason. I think it's a good movie. I I'm not in a hurry to watch it a right. third time. Because it is kind of a sad movie. It is. And that honestly, the way it we obviously when we see that, but the way it ends with her screaming mm-hmm. on fire for maybe half a, a second, maybe. Yeah. Is to me is one of the most horrifying things I think I've seen in a movie. Obviously there's lots of horrifying things I've seen, but it's it still is with me. This one will stick with me a bit, I think, just because Sure. Yeah, it's just dark. Very, very bleak. Very I'm not sad. I'm not gonna name the movie for spoiler reasons, I but have it the also reminds me of a movie we've covered. So. Oh, never mind. I was totally thinking a different one. Oh, well, uh, we'll I will tell after. you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we have covered a movie that has similar things. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, 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 I guess, start back at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really. So the hospital scene. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which we never really do get. I guess we kind of get closure on it. We just know that, you know, she accidentally killed someone i think it was an accident (laughs) um yeah i'm not sure we do get that much closure on it because i i wasn't sure if she accidentally killed somebody or if something just went horribly wrong when she was a nurse and she tried to save their life and couldn't yeah they don't really give us much details on it just that yeah someone died and then even when she's doing like it made me wonder too because when she's um sleeping with that guy and she's kind of on top of him and she's but she kind of has visions of her giving him CPR and then her hands go yeah. through his chest and I was like did oh cuz the woman that was laying there was older which that's that's known to happen unfortunately is when someone gives compressions that can break their sternum when they're older so I'm like was that it did she push That's it a great point. I don't know, man. No, I think I think you're right. Because Kate, uh, her friend Joy, mm-hmm. uh, that meets up and calls her Katie. Right, when we right, find right. out her name is not Maude at all. Right, yeah. Uh, she even mentions she makes a tiny little comment. You know, does does your new employer know about what happened? Right. Yep. And kind of in disbelief that somebody would hire her after that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I think you're right. All right. Well, there you go. Look at that. I've never But now, (laughs) symbolism. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. The first things I noticed were, well, the main first things is the way Maude is sitting in the corner, or Katie. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her hands, bloody, Uh kind of like the stigmata. Ah, very good. I did not caught that right away. Um, And then the second time I watched it, there's this recurring... Roach, this big bug mm. roach thing, mm-hmm. and she almost—it almost looks like she sees it as a sign, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're right. Yep. Because whenever she sees it, she's in a moment of doubt or like she needs some kind of guidance, and I—I mm-hmm. I feel like she almost thinks the roach is like a a spirit guide. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually, yeah. Which is a very strange thing to have as a spirit guide, but there it is. <laughs> to each their own, man. 
<laughs> now, one interesting thing about this movie is it does not take place in New York. That, yeah, okay. <laughs> but it said Coney Island, and I was like... Well, yeah, because there is an actual arcade in North Yorkshire, UK, ah. in Scarborough, where they film this, called the Coney Island Arcade. Funny. Okay. So... Well, and even, I mean, because everyone else has a bit of an accent, except Amanda. Amanda's the only one that has, right? you know, or no accent, I guess, um, to us Americans, anyway. Uh, Correct. She's she's American. Let's right. just say that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I figured, though, I was like, everyone can't have, like, an accent and be in New York, so... Uh, yeah, that was that was that was interesting to see though that Coney Island thing. I was like, "What? Huh?" <laughs> yeah, uh, Amanda was played by Jennifer L. Yes, Ale, 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 Ale. Um, and she was really good. I liked her too. Yeah, she played the part very well. Yeah, um, she wasn't. I mean, so the the nurse that replaced that she that Maude is replacing. Mm-hmm. Tells her she calls her uh, "see you next Tuesday." Yes, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I never felt that Amanda was that bad. Agreed. Until maybe the party, and until you re- you find out later on that when she has when Maude prays and they both have uh, what Rose Glass, the director, called a godgasm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I wrote down, and that's what I started calling them. Yep. So when they both have a godgasm, you think, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, Amanda feels it, too. This is interesting. This movie is getting weird. Yep. But then later on, you find out that Amanda was just going along with Maude because, basically, they're both trying to save each other. Right. Which is the interesting dynamic between the two. Mm-hmm. Maude thinks that God's plan for her is to save Amanda's soul before she dies. Correct, yep. And Amanda, who is much more... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Uh, she's she's trying to save Maude from believing in something that may not be there. Right, right. So, but yeah, uh, it was an interesting relationship. It was, I know, and it was, yeah. I, I. What's funny too is that it really does. The movie starts out as sort of that, you know, that story you've seen before, where someone's kind of. Usually in a movie, it's like an older person is this cranky curmudgeon, like I said, and like someone comes in and they form this bond and this friendship, and they, blah 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 blah. You know, we've seen that formula a zillion times in movies, and so I, I actually was like, oh, that's. Okay, interesting that we're going with this. But then halfway through, it kind of takes a different turn. I was like, okay, there we go. Yeah. Like, it can't be that formula. Because this is a a horror movie, so there's got to be something a little different there, so. But Um, again, there's not, there's, it's hard to, this one's hard to really think of as a horror movie. Totally agree. I totally agree. Um, Because I'd say, like, the horror aspects. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the weirdness of the godgasms, first of all. Yeah. yeah. Um, the weirdest thing, mm-hmm. and this is something I wanted to talk about. Oh, please. The end of every godgasm she has. <gasps> yes, her face. Not just her face, but her eyes especially. Yes. 
wow that yeah. was it's so it's it it's so uncomfortable to watch yes it looks creepy because right at the end of these gasms that she has like her eyes just like suddenly she goes <gasps> and her eyes like white like they just get overly big right like right they're stretching and her mouth too it gets a little too wide just to make it a little uncomfortable yeah i think i was always focused on her eyes so i didn't mm-hmm. really notice the mouth but they did use uh some some special effects mm. to manipulate her face yeah it was creepy man and it happens yeah probably three <laughs> or four times i think in the movie yeah but each time yeah very uncomfortable just just weird enough to give you that like ooh <laughs> vibe <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like the i guess the forms of uh, what what it was is people in the service of god have been known to self flagellate yeah. you know yeah causing themselves pains usually whipping themselves on the back mod gets a little bit more creative yeah dude uh she kneels on popcorn the like kernels, unpopped yeah. popcorn kernels yes yeah. thank you yeah no worries <laughs> uh she burns her hand on a hot stove yes <clears throat> but obviously the the hardest one you want to you want to tell everybody oh god she puts tacks in a on a piece of paper and puts it in her <laughs> shoes and then steps on it and walks with those shoes you know down the street yeah horrifying horrifying and, and the again, paper, oh yeah oh no, no i was just, <laughs> hi hi hello i love you <laughs> i love you no i'm just gonna say and the paper i think that she uses is a saint you know that she plugs the 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 um tax in or something like that i think it's mm-hmm. like a, a saint or something I, I can't quite remember but yeah dark man horrifying that hurt real bad watching that scene yeah um what i was gonna say is again uh kudos to the filmmakers because a lot of times I've seen in a movie where somebody does something like that mm-hmm. and you feel their pain for a moment, but then they kind of like, it's almost as if the actor forgets that yeah. there's something in their shoe that they're supposed, that's supposed to be causing them pain or the direction is like, Oh, you're used to it by now. Right. But throughout that entire scene, whenever she walks, you can tell that she's just in, absolute pain yep the little grimace on her face just yeah yeah, she sold it very well it was so good yeah (laughs) so bad dude oh my gosh everything yeah so that's yeah so that's part of the horror of the movie and then obviously the ending right is horrific yeah that and one yeah yeah exactly her stabbing yeah um, yeah amanda to, to death like wildly yeah and then setting herself on fire <laughs> agreed there's some dark moments but i i still agree with you i don't know if i don't know if i would put this in like that horror category this would i don't know man I, well yeah, I, it's, I guess it's, that's a24 for you right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got to expect like it's the same thing like uh you haven't seen it yet but mm-hmm. midsummer mm-hmm. a lot of people were up in arms over people calling it a horror movie Oh. And I'm like, you know, there's some pretty horrific stuff in that movie, but I see their point. Mm-hmm. It's not like a straight up horror movie like Hereditary is. Right, exactly. Another movie you haven't seen, buddy. Right, I know. <laughs> I've but I've heard I've heard that one's a little 
Yeah. Yeah. No, Hereditary, you can definitely, like, it's easy to call that one a horror movie. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. And Midsummer, it's not as easy to call it a straight horror movie. Ah, interesting. Okay. And the only other little thing I can think of that has kind of a horrific aspect in St. Maud mm-hmm. is that I just remembered is the part where she's peeling off her scab. Oh, yeah, dude. That was gross. I think of everything, you know, like obviously the tax and the shoe was painful. Mm-hmm. But I think, man, peeling off her scab made me, made me like, sh- uh, like shiver and yeah. cringe. It was gross. And they did a good job on it, too. Uh, yeah yeah it just <laughs> so gnarly <laughs> oh my gosh so now yeah no what were you about to say well i was just gonna <laughs> you caught me <laughs> no i was gonna say uh i think a big thing with this movie too um obviously it's mental health we already we, we talked about that yes but i think also one thing that uh one line that amanda says because at the end when amanda's <laughs> got that demonic voice and is talking to Maud before Maud kills her. She mentions something and says, you're, you're lonely. She says, you're lonely, and it's because you, you think you're alone and because you think you're by yourself that you can't do anything, or something along those lines. Which then made me think, watching it, that really, when she's at her, uh, kind of her worst, or her decline, I guess, when she's all by herself. Any mm-hmm. scene where she's by herself, usually something if he happens which i was thinking as someone you know i mean just life in general it's of course when we're by ourselves that's usually when those thoughts can come into mind those evil thoughts or thoughts of you know you're never gonna make it or you're you're worthless or remember that horrible thing you did 20 years ago you know what i mean and so i thought of that too watching this we're like man when she is alone and isn't out with friends because she really doesn't have friends in this she starts hearing those things or starts feeling those things and really declines. So that was one thing I I just thought of while watching it too. I was like, hmm, there might be something with that as well. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the question then becomes: is is she is she is her mental health declining because she's lonely and alone, or is she alone because her mental health is declining? Hmm. Hmm. You know, because yeah. she doesn't really know how to be around people. Right. She lets she lets men take advantage of her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, there's yeah. the moment where she's trying to like be a part of the conversation that the other people are having, <laughs> yeah. like very uncomfortably. <laughs> yes. And then she almost looks at them like like they're a holes for looking at, for not including her. Mm-hmm. That's such a that was such a cringy moment. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> seriously. I hated it. <laughs> I hated that second. Like, yeah, and they all look at her too, like, okay. Like, don't don't look at us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now, okay, before she gets fired, before she slaps Amanda, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this was this was the thoughts that I was having, because obviously Amanda enjoys the company of a woman. Right, yes, yeah. And I wondered. Mm-hmm. If it was purely Maud wanting to save Amanda's soul, or if she was falling in love with Amanda a bit herself, ah, because there is like the 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 scene where she's, um, <gasps> right, you know, she's looking through the the books and the posters of Amanda, and I think at that point she starts to become a bit enamored with her. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and even and she then, looks through that doorway. We, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And has that look of, I don't know, lust or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't even catch that, dude. And then, you know, Amanda starts calling her my little savior, which, like, the first time she calls her that, the mm-hmm. look on Maud's face yeah. is just, it's its sad, almost. Yeah. Because you can see that, oh, she wants that so badly. Mm-hmm. But then that's why I don't know if she is in love with Amanda or if if she truly is just she is just so blinded by her what she thinks is her religion. Right. And her her mission to save Amanda's soul. Right. So I don't know. It's 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 some interesting undertones that are never really fully addressed. You're right. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely. I feel like there's there are moments like that in this movie too, where it's. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting though. That's good. Yeah, dude. I didn't catch that. So now, obviously, we knew. Well, we weren't sure. Mm-hmm. As a viewer watching this for the first time, you're not sure if she's having some spirit enter her body when she has right. her godgasms. <laughs> Um, upon second watch, obviously, you know that it's her, Mm -hmm. um, and it's part of her mental, mental health. But yeah, so after she slaps Amanda and she gets fired, she's angry. She's angry at what she perceives as God, Mm -hmm. uh, for lying to her, basically. Right. 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 Yep. Yeah. Thinks she doesn't have a purpose or that her purpose was all a lie. Yeah. Right. But then, so she decides to go out and kind of go back to what we kind of find out is her old ways. Right. Yes. You know, because she's having sex with the one guy Mm -hmm. and he says, oh, yeah, you got it on with my mate, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, oh, so she used to go out. And just go home with random guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. So after he kind of takes advantage of her, yeah, that's when she she suddenly has an epiphany. Um, in her in her drunken sickness, mm-hmm. that that all of this has been a test, right? You know that that she has this revelation. She asks for. God's forgiveness and that she was being tested with Amanda's resistance and that she just has to try harder. Right. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now in that moment, mm-hmm. one thing I found out that was very cool is that when she, she sees the roach crawl under her <laughs> dresser uh-huh. where all her religious stuff is mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's where she thinks it's a sign from God because she sees it crawl under and then there's like this pulse yes. in the air. Like, mm-hmm. whoa. And yeah, she thinks God is sending this little spirit guide <laughs> to show her this is where you need to focus your attention. Right. And she, I think at that point, she knows what she has to do and she goes over to the dresser and God talks to her like you mentioned in the recap. Right. Yeah. That's her voice, by the way. Oh, serious? Yeah. They recorded her saying this 
language, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I'm not sure what it is, yeah. but they recorded her and then like tuned it down a few octaves. Oh, that's kind of brilliant. It is because she's just talking to herself. Right. Oh my gosh, mm. dude. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, so before everything happens, mm-hmm. her friend Joy comes yeah. to her apartment. <laughs> Another <laughs> uncomfortable scene. So awkward, man. <laughs> but you know what was weird? What? Like, I don't know when this movie is supposed to take place. Mm-hmm. Like, Joy offers her a cigarette, mm-hmm. but then just lights up in the apartment. I know. Yeah. And I don't know if... Maybe there's different rules, kind of, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. Well, there could be different rules, or it could be a case where this is something that they used to do a lot. Right. Oh, that's true. Joy feels comfortable doing that, Mm -hmm. because she used to come to Maude's place and, you know, they'd smoke together, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Interesting. So, that was a thing. So, yeah. Mm. So, I think... I think the first time that I started to realize that m- she was definitely seeing things that everybody else wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside aside from like stuff when she was by herself. Right, 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 right. But yeah, when she goes to visit Amanda and she goes in after the nurse that has taken over has left and what you talked about, mm-hmm. Amanda starts talking to her in a demonic voice. Right. So when she starts stabbing Amanda... That was right. It was at that moment that I was like, holy crap. Like, Amanda was not talking in a demonic voice at all. This was That was just what Maude was hearing. Totally. Yep. And she just murdered this woman because yep. of her delusions. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the same thing. And even at one point, too, as she's being stabbed, Amanda gives her, like, a smile. And I was like, I doubt that. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think. That's yeah. in Mod's head. Clearly, she's not happy yeah. about getting killed. So, yeah, totally thought that too. Dark man, dark, very dark. And then we already talked about the ending. Mm-hmm. So we started and we talked about the whole ending. Yeah, totally agree with you. Though I mean, this was a. I, I'm not sure the next time I'll watch it either. It's not a happy movie. <laughs> it no, doesn't not end happy. It really is watching someone decline in a very sad sad way and it's pretty bleak (laughs) it's not i mean it it, like you said i mean and i agree i think acting wise um i thought the music was pretty good too we didn't really talk music um yeah the music was fine mm -hmm. um who did it i thought i wrote it down Darn it, Scotty. Keep talking, buddy. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, I thought it was good. I just thought it had that... Th- I mean, even throughout, I guess, really the whole movie, it has that ominous tone, um, which really does set up this whole movie as yes, this kind of bleak movie. But I think yeah. the music just has sort of that ominous, creepy vibe to it, kind of from start to finish. I mean, even in the quiet moments, I feel like there's still some some beat or something in the background happening. You know, to give off that Absolutely. uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually did write down notes about the music. So, ah, okay. The composer is a guy named Adam Janota Bazowski. Right on. Hasn't done anything much else. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
so yeah, I wrote a thing because I did not think the music was that memorable. Like you mentioned, it's more like background tone. Right, right. But then I went on to Apple Music and there's the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. So I started listening to it. Mm -hmm. And that's it's another one of these music scores that they're fine for the movie, right? Mm -hmm. It it sets a nice tone. Right. It sets a mood. But I was actually going to say something that's like a little uh quibble of mine like something that bothers me oh. as as somebody who loves music scores mm-hmm. the first two tracks on the soundtrack are called like saint Maud main theme mm-hmm. and then mods theme and i'm like where's the theme dude yeah uh. like i listen to both of them and usually a theme is something recognizable that you weave in and out right. of a movie i was like there's no theme here Hmm. There's nothing memorable about this piece. It's just background, like, uh, background ominous tone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. basically. I don't know. Yeah, I get, I get it's, that. It's good for what it is, but it's not like, yeah, it's not It's not like a recognizable, beautiful music or anything. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Nope, fair enough. I will say the other thing, though, that mm-hmm. I did like, I thought the cinematography in this was really good. Yeah. There was some shots and I wherever they filmed as well or I can't remember but it's it's very pretty. Like it's a pretty place. Um and there's a few shots of like her walking up a hill or even walking next to that big sign of Coney Island. It was really shot I think quite beautifully. So I I props to the cinematography I think and especially movie. that shot of the Coney Island sign. I'm yes. glad you mentioned that because I definitely uh, that was one thing, and that was actually my next note, the oh. cinematographer. <laughs> ben Fordsman is his name. Oh, okay. Also, everybody that worked on this movie mm-hmm. has not done much. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, Rose Glass, it's her first feature film. Oh. Uh, I believe that this was uh, Ben Fordsman's first feature wow. as a cinematographer. So, yeah, there's a lot of promise in the in the people that worked on this movie. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm ex- that's really exciting to know that we're probably going to see more of them. So that's cool. Yeah, it's and it's yet another one of our movies with a female director. Yeah, dude, who absolutely kills it. Yes. Yes. I'm excited now. I'll have to go on her IMDb and see what she's working on next cuz I she's got to have something in the pipeline. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I agree with you though. I nice. thought the cinematography was really nice. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful movie, definitely. So, um, yeah, I think that's about all I have. You got anything else? Honestly, that's about it, too. Like, like, like we were talking earlier before we started, I was like, I don't have a lot of notes on this one. I mean, there's there's beats in this movie, but I don't know. I feel like it's just hard to get notes for this one. Well, it's also not a very long movie. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's like, it's... Uh, an hour and 20 something minutes yes uh and of course there's like probably eight minutes of credits so so yeah let's uh you ready for three questions let's do it who would cross the bridge of death must answer these questions three question number one my friend yay out of well (laughs) let's let's let me just ask you what was your favorite death or kill in this movie so I am going to count one even though we didn't see the 
aftermath but <laughs> and it's not again none of these are like happy or fun or exciting or you know what mm-hmm. i mean like this is a heartbreaking death but her her dying at the end with the you know pouring gas or whatever it is on her and lighting herself on fire i'm assuming that she died after that but that yeah yeah that like i said stuck with me and i know will continue to stick with me so i'm putting that as the one that i again not favorite but you know it's the one that will definitely stick with me the most unless we suddenly get saint mod part two. Oh my gosh <laughs> That'd be an interesting The attack sequel. of Maud. Right. <laughs> the revenge of Maud. <laughs> she gets powers, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What about you, it though? It wasn't all in her head. No, I'm the, the same one. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Um, number two, was this movie scary? Uh, honestly, to me, no. I, I think kind of we talked about it. it's more just a uh, a movie of someone declining mentally. Um so to me, this wasn't like a, a scary movie. Again, that last shot is is horrifying, but to me anyway. But um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was scary. Yeah, no, um, me neither. Nice. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, and it would be even be hard for me to think that somebody might get scared with this movie. Yeah, I agree. Depressed? Yes. Sad? <laughs> yes. Uh, confused? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but not too scary. No. Nope. So. Totally. Number three, Andrew. Hey, buddy, did you have fun <laughs> with horror? Uh, I I really enjoyed this movie. Like I said, it's not one I'm going to watch anytime soon. Um, so did I have a good time watching it? No, I wasn't happy watching this. Not at all. Um, but was it a good movie? I think so. <laughs> what Same about you, buddy? Yeah. I did not have fun, but it's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's St. That's Maud, man. Forgive me my impatience, but I hope you will reveal your plan for me soon. I can't shake the feeling that you must have saved me for something greater than this. Scotty, that was a uh, a very bleak movie to discuss, obviously. Um, now my I can't qu- promise it's going to get better. That's what I was wondering. I was <laughs> like, man, this is either going to be another dark one, or we're going to get some lightheartedness, or maybe we're going to get a slasher. I don't know. I don't know what you have for us, but I'm very excited to find out. What have you picked, my friend, for our next movie? I've mentioned this to you before, buddy. Oh, okay. And I'm going to take us back to a wonderful Halloween episode in which we had our significant others join <gasps> yeah. us. Oh. And a movie was mentioned. Oh. I might know what which is one. Uh, uh, Fire what in the it? Sky? You got it! Did I? Yeah! <laughs> yes! <laughs> All right, so 1993. Uh, so when Mary said that that movie scared her, uh-huh. I thought about other people that said that it scared them. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, um, wh- uh, uh, hi, hi, Scream Factory. <laughs> oh, just yeah. released it on Blu-ray, and back <sighs> when they announced that they were releasing it on Blu-ray, I went ahead and pre-ordered it. Nice. It was like a couple months ago. <laughs> well, it finally arrived, I think, last week. Cool. So I, as soon as it arrived, I said, that's going to be our next movie. Nice. So 1993, Fire in the Sky. Awesome. I've never seen it. Have you? No, huh? I've never You've seen never it. never seen it. Nope. 
Well, guess what? Everybody out there is in luck because it is streaming on Prime Video, <gasps> Paramount Plus, and Epix. Wow. Look at and that. And I guess DirecTV has a streaming network, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. We'll go with that. So <laughs> there you go. Fire in the sky. That's awesome. Our next movie. Cool, man. I, 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 I remember one brief thing that she, or kind of what she said it was about a little bit, but that was it. So I don't know. Oh, I know what it's about. Oh, okay. All right. I yeah. The only thing I mean, it's I... right there on the poster. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't even know what the it's poster. About alien abduction. Yes, so. exactly. That's what I remember is that it was an alien abduction movie. So. so we'll see if it holds up though. Yeah, nineteen ninety three. You said is that right? Yeah, I'm so excited to watch this. You don't even know, dude. I'm pumped. This is awesome. I've I've kind of wanted to see this for many years, and just it's one of these movies that I never got around to. And it's one of the reasons we started doing this podcast, so we could get around to movies like this. Definitely, man. That's why we do so, it. Well, oh, it's one of the reasons. One of the reasons, yes. But, oh, that's exciting. I'm... So we can talk every week with each other. That's right. Uh, hello, Irving. <laughs> hello, Winston. How are you? We're going to watch. We're going to set some fires in the skies. Oh, no. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> it's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, Okay. I'm going to sit and I'm going to pet my cat. And I'm we're going to watch fires in the sky. Well, I might I might bring some marshmallows and roast them with those fires in the sky. That sounds just wonderful. I think we'll get real full. Yeah, and there'll be fireworks. That's what the movie's about, right? Fireworks? I yeah, it's a bright is is this is this about the 4th of July? It is. I thought so. <laughs> Buddy, I love you. I love you too, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. And again, happy birthday, man. Hey, thank you, buddy. Of course. I'm excited that we got to talk and record on your birthday. That's fun. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and, you know, pretty soon enough, it'll be your birthday. Aw, sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, maybe. Maybe. We'll hey, here, here's a thought. You ready for this one? Uh-oh, Yeah. You're going to have a baby by the time your birthday rolls around. You are absolutely right, dude. <laughs> Little Scotty will be born. Little Scotty's going to be running around, man. <laughs> I don't know if he'll be running Yeah, right. But... He'll be like two months old on my birthday, but still. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening once again. Yeah. This is Fun With Horror. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> and you're confused. Oh, yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Now, don't get me wrong, palliative care is noble work. But I always knew you had something more planned for me. It takes nothing special to mop up after the decrepit and the dying. But to save a soul, that's quite something.